Hey, this is Eric, and you're listening to NeuroDetergent. And this is Sarah, licensed clinical social worker. And this is Katie, licensed professional counselor. Our goal is to reach like-minded folks in an effort to connect, encourage, and support each other in our struggles navigating life with neurodivergence. What are we forgetting? Um, um oh, fun. Fun. And laughs. And laughs. Along the way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> A stubborn stain on your atypical brain. You need neurodetergents. We're gonna spill the tea about ADHD and wipe it clean with neurodetergents. You need neurodetergents. All right, you are listening to Neurodetergent. This is Eric. I'm here with Katie LPC. What's up? Sarah. Licensed clinical LSS LCSW. No. You That's did it. it. You got it. You did it. It only took me a few tries, and I've got an update mm. from the last episode. I bought a CO2 detector. Oh yes, thank you. And there's no CO2. So you just have a broken brain. It's just my brain is. But your brain is not broken. That was a joke. Is you know. Working the way I am it's so in, glad that you is. did that. Did, did you? Try, I told you did I would. You try to take it back. No, it's still like still in there. Yeah, just in case one of us goes nutty a little bit. And I then guess. We can check it again. Well, the sourdough could go south. You might. Yeah, we don't want anything to happen to that. Why would we need that detector for that? What if suddenly it created a bunch of carbon monoxide? Eric got sourdough sick. Is that a thing? Well, yeast converts. <laughs> no, it's not a thing. Yeast converts sugar to CO two, and that's what gives the bread its rise. I just made it that. It converts up, but the I sugar knew. and See? the starches. Maybe your face has been in it, and that's why you're. Maybe like it's you not know? in the air; it's just you're like inhaling it. I'm always <laughs> while you're making that, bread. and that's carbon dioxide, though, right? CO two. Oh, yeah, I get so confused. Carbon monoxide. I mean, I'm always opening like, the jar and smelling it. In the middle of the night. I go dying in the sleep. <laughs> anything happening? Uh, it's really fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Anything interesting happen to y'all this week? We are almost done moving. We it are, has been. We are a I mean, you're done moving. It's an ordeal. We are done moving. Well, unpacking, I guess. Eric came over. Hung a massive TV. Yeah. Which is amazing. That was an ordeal. Hung a massive Took two curtain. Nights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I learned how a tur- A turnbuckle. Oh, my bad. Turnbuckle works. Yeah. I didn't even Sounds know. Sounds like a trader. A turnbuckle, it's, it reminds me of swashbuckling. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. So that's exa- my pirate. I did a turncoat, so yeah. a turnbuckle. We, we hung a braided cable and tensioned it across the it worked ceiling it looks nice did you yes. hang something over it yeah well we um clotheslined yeah pinned so they're uh you know sectioning off pieces of the living room so yeah it's 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 coming for separate together. spaces separate spaces <clears throat> do you remember the show trading spaces oh yeah who was in that um so i just remember there was one girl her name was Paige. It was a show on HGTV where they like or TLC like, TLC originally what did I say? HGTV. I think maybe should okay um, TLC. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I only watched it really as an adult. Um, so they are neighbors, and then they like design each other's like a single space in their house, mm-hmm. and it was talk about it was it. a shit show. There was a room <laughs> that they did one time that they filled the whole room with sand. 
for a beach theme. Oh my god! Can you imagine the nightmare? There was one they, they built a stage and they, like put like they're never gonna get that clean. They glued straw to the walls in a room one time, like tiki straw, just glued it. Yeah, it was just like a prank show. No, but it was like sometimes they just had to be outrageous. They'd had they'd be like, here's fifty dollars to redo this entire living room. It and then they would $50. like go to get some glitter like and some five twigs. Grand. And they're like, let's glue some toilet paper. Yeah. And, then, and then at the end, they'd reveal, each neighbor would have their room revealed. And sometimes people, they, there could be cool things, but sometimes there could be, people, people would lose get their shit. Lo- uh, people would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Huh. So You should watch it. Good times. I'm sure it streams on something. Anybody who's uh, looking for some. some of the, there was a designer named Hildy, I think, and oh, she was kind yeah. of outrageous. I do you remember Paige? I remember Paige. Okay. Super cute. I think I liked her. I don't remember any of the men. I don't remember what they looked like. I remember one had like gray, flowy, like Fabio hair, I think. I don't remember. Maybe that was. <laughs> Interesting. So I started watching the Duggars documentary. Oh, oh shit. how is it? I want to watch that. I fell asleep through the first episode, but I'm gonna. Finish I should it. show you my. Uh, but Duggar they're not journal. far. They're not far from us. Um, Have you ever had a Duggar sighting, Eric? When living in Arkansas. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I never watched the show. <gasps> I never watched the every, reality show. That probably every three months or so, a uh, memory will come up on Facebook of mine, and it'll be from like 13 years ago, and I will be slamming the Duggars. Uh, and I knew back then how weird it was. Um, and only since then it's gotten weirder. Well, that's part of that whole quiverful thing. I mean, we, we've brought it up a couple times. I don't think we've used the word quiverful on the podcast. Uh, We did on the religion episode. Oh, we must have, right? Yeah. Um, and the dating episode too. When I talked about all the quiverful girls uh, that I meet, I'm <laughs> Eric. You have your own quiverful, like I know, women. Right? I wish it's a, uh, it's a whole different meaning. Um, I know, but this means more <laughs> colorful. Yeah, but anyway, I like it's... that kind of quivering better. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Anyway, it's... <laughs> can't get a word in edgewise. Sorry, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. It's June, and we know what that means, right? We do. And it's my dad's birthday. Gemini season. It's my brother's birthday. Just kidding. Pride. That's pride. <laughs> We're all. It is place, Pride sorry. Month. LGBT Pride Month is a month typically June dedicated to celebration and commemoration of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender pride. Pride Month began after the Stonewall Riots, a series of gay liberation protests in 1969, and has since spread outside of the United States. Modern day Pride Month both honors the movement for LGBT rights and celebrates LGBT culture. Yes. So, my queer friends, what does pride mean to you personally? Well, Sarah, do you want to say anything first? Um, For me, I think uh, something that makes me feel good about pride is community. Like with myself, with clients, neurodivergent clients, non-neurodivergent clients, just... Over and over, I hear stories of people going to their first Pride and walking into a crowd of people and feeling at home. And, like, maybe not, like, a fairy tale of, like, you know, you walk into all your best friends, but people that kind of look like you. Yeah. And, like, finally feeling, like, a little bit safe. I think that's cool. I feel excited for this Pride. I think that, like, this – I feel like my my arc – is that what they call it? In like Your a story, story arc, yeah. Of, of my queerness and who I am has like been a. It's been a 
it's been a journey. It's been a parade. It's like if you're yeah. watching a parade and like there's big, loud, crazy flights, yeah. and then there's like some people in little cars kind of. I feel like about. yeah. When I reflect right now on just like my journey, my like queer journey, and like uh, getting to where I am right now and who I am, um, I feel like most myself right now um, in that part of my life, and so. I just feel like for the first time, yeah, this is like the first Pride where I feel like really myself. When did you go to your first Pride event? Oh, my gosh. Is it the one we went to with the girls? I think so. I think we went together. So I was um, I was uh, on the board for Glisten, and I uh, took over the parade on, in, was that 2019? Yeah. In 2019, it was the last one that we did here. Okay. And uh, the girls walked with us and, mm-hmm. and, and my son. And mm-hmm. we had and we got to, like, march in the parade uh, for Glisten, and we held a banner, and my my kids were holding, like, signs. It was really cool. So it was, like, really right, rights for trans kids yeah. and stuff. It was really cool. It was amazing. How long ago was that? It was 2019, right before 2019, COVID. right before it, COVID. And it was in October because um, they switched it to October from June because uh, I think... For our yeah, our city. Yeah. yeah. And so it's also going to be in June again. And mm-hmm. that's really exciting. And it so is. I'm just like, I'm having a lot of feelings about it. So that means we get two Pride events in the span of a year because I went... That was my yeah. first was the one in October. And we, oh, were, yeah, there. we were there too. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie was there with me. And, wow, how uh, things have changed. Gosh. <laughs> But uh, was that your first as well, Sarah? In 2019? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think that was my first Pride. And I made a bunch of uh, pussy hats. That was the year of that, yeah. right? Or was yeah. that the Women's March? That was the Women's March. Okay, that was a separate pussy thing. Pussy hats. Tell me thing. more. They were just <laughs> knitted, knitted caps that instead of gathering it all together, like at a ball in the middle, you would sew it straight so it looked like little cat ears. Okay. But they were like bright pink. And they were bright pink and they called them pussy hats. And like, I think the right called them that. The that left was, wore them. But that was, was 2017. And that was crazy because um, going to local stores around here to try to buy pink yarn and some stores were pulling all their pink yarn off the shelves because they didn't want people making the hats. It was insane. What? Yeah. Yeah, so I learned what yarn stores not to go Man, to. Man, people get triggered over the dumbest shit. For I mean, real. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like diminish the meaning of that word triggered, but yeah. damn. But I sure, mean, I would sure. say pulling a color of yarn off shelves. So that people so couldn't make So that people make couldn't make hats, hats with it because it represented something um, that was just feminism. Feminism, yeah. Women's rights. It, it, it was a reaction to Trump. It was during the Me yeah. Too movement, and and that I mean, so I don't know if that is a misuse of the word triggered, Eric. But like, I do appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, it's so, and I also know, and I'm aware that Pride Month and um and the way that that gets treated in capitalism like mm-hmm. by corporations and things. right they all I, have the logos yeah, and, and everything yeah. even though that's not been as prominent this i year. know and so i do understand that there is um it is complex and it is like there's a lot of yeah there is a lot of like layers there so so since you know our our Podcast primarily deals with neurodivergence. Can you tell me about or discuss the intersectionality between neurodivergence and yeah. diverse gender and sexual identities within 
the LGBT community? Yeah. So I've, t- I think I've touched on this a little bit, um, uh, like in past episodes, as well as like I was on, um, I was on, on a podcast, uh, Rosie Turner's podcast, and she it's called Untangled, where we mm-hmm. kind of talked a little bit more about that and ADHDAF, that podcast. Shout out to Untangled about. and ADHDAF. Yes. Um, <laughs> but so, okay, when we've talked about, um, well, Sarah, do you want to? Well, okay. <clears throat> like the overlap. The overlap. So gender is a social construct. Right. Right. Um Social constructs are also things like money, things like certain hierarchies, certain hierarchies, social norms, things like that. And so like when you think of like um, gender roles, Mm -hmm. um, like uh, having your fingernails painted, um, like women cook, men mow the lawn. Right. Um, Those are just stereotypical gender roles. Gender roles, right? It is a social construct. That we prescribed, Mm -hmm. right? I'll tell you this much. I couldn't get my ex-wife or ex stepdaughter to throw to take out the trash for the life of me. Was it was it because of gender roles? <laughs> I have no idea. They just wouldn't do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, like I'm pretty sure they weren't like born right, like right. broken no. to take out trash, right? No. Like right. something socially constructed that, or some dynamic, right, within the family, or you just enabled them, Eric. right? Maybe <laughs> you should have just put all the trash in their room until they took it out. Yeah, that would have gone. Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Marriage would have been even no, shorter. But, <laughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah, so. People who are neurodivergent, like, social constructs don't benefit them. So they – there is more of an openness uh, to explore, like, gender identity and um, sexual identity. I haven't touched it. I know. Um, <laughs> to explore those things um, socially and, in, like, in, individually more so than somebody who fits more um, – in that bo- like is more able to fit into certain social constructs without with ease. So if you have to or have are a person who likes to spend more time breaking things down, deconstructing why things are, asking mm-hmm. why things are instead of accepting watching, the prescribed yeah, things that were given to you, media things like that, reading Get, different yeah. things, having discussions about different things, uh, um, you start breaking down social constructs and like what is a especially point of them, right? when you are. Um, Hurt by them. When you are hurt by them and you defy them because you don't fit into them. Right. Like say, this was not my experience, but say, for example, I'm, I'm, I I am AFAB and say growing up, I wanted to work outside. I wanted to be in the garden. I wanted to mow the lawn, but in my family that wasn't allowed. Women were, did the inside work. Mm -hmm. And that's a social construct that did not benefit me my whole life. I have a good, like, example of that. Okay, thank you. So when I was a kid, I would have been described as a tomboy. People called me that. Like, my family called me that. Um, and I wanted to do things that engaged my body because I am a kinesthetic person. So I wanted to be outside rolling around, swimming in the ponds, catching the frogs. And when... Uh, my cousins were all uh, gathered for the summer and we were and we would be um, like there would be all of us together. The boys would go off and do like pawn things and do like those kinds of things would be on the tractors and the girls would be inside playing dress up like doing things like that. And I did not want to do those things. I wanted to be outside. And when I would be told no, it would fuck me up. I remember I would like throw fits and I remember my grandma would 
uh, pick me up and collect me off the floor and like hold me. And she would say like, you are a boy trapped in a girl's body and it's not fair, but you can't do it anyway. And I would just be like the, it, the unfairness and injustice in that. It, even right could now. Could she even articulate say, why though? That's a thing. Like because I wasn't a boy. Yeah. And like neurodivergent people are more likely to ask, well, why? Why can't yeah, I do and that? Why? And, and no I one can answer that. No one can answer that because it, because the why doesn't make sense. They would say it's not – and it, it was just – and so that's just how it is. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> Your uterus might fall out. The boys don't want you out there bugging them or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, I don't – I won't be near them then. Yeah. I'll go somewhere else. And like the injustice of it. So like I – um, being in that position and being like basically living out like where you don't fit into social norms like that, then you start to question them, you start to defy them and you start to explore the boundaries outside of that. So you're more likely than to be able to identify certain aspects about yourself, whether you're ace or like whether you're poly or whether you're pansexual, all of those things start to become Whether you're option. non-binary, yeah. whether you're gender fluid, right. whether you're trans. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it totally <clears throat> makes sense. Okay, sorry, I've talked for a long. Oh no, time. you're good. You're good. <laughs> Are there any specific challenges or unique experiences that neurodivergent indiv- individuals within the LGBT community may face? I mean, I think I just outlined one, um, but we can talk more. That's one. I think <clears throat> kind of we touched on this last um, episode too. How like it can make you more vulnerable to uh, abusive relationships yeah, and like something yeah, being neurodivergent like can make you more and being uh, queer can make you more vulnerable to um, abuse. Yeah. Or like, and we may want to, I'm going to say this and then if we decide we want to take this out, we can. Okay. Okay. Um, it also, there is a addiction mm-hmm. is comorbid with, a, a neurodivergence mm-hmm. uh, um, and as well as LGBT, LGBT community. Yeah. And so when you are under the influence of things, you are less inhibited. So you are more likely to explore. That's a point. Also, there is a higher chance of isolation if mm-hmm. you, in LGBTQIA communities from yeah. family because of religion, but well, yeah. I mean, po- politics. <clears throat> Not so, being yeah. able to be yourself and being isolated is also another risk factor. So all of these things can kind of There's compound. all kinds of factors that make it to where um, communities form in this space. And that's why protective factors are so important, right? Yes. Like cushioning up your protective factors. So finding a Safe communities. Uh, safe communities, friends, uh, regular places that you hang out, finding, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Social supports. Things you like to do. Places to plug Good in. therapy. Good therapy. That's always the advice. Pets. Mm-hmm. Pets. I mean, dogs are good therapy. I love my dogs. <laughs> Shout my out cats. to all the pets. Ruth, I love my dogs. So, pets. I mean, if... I don't feel like we can ignore the elephant in the room. When we talk about pride. When we talk about the LGBT community. Because there's this gigantic backlash right now um, against the community as a whole um, and even more so for trans individuals. Like a violent backlash. Of a very violent backlash. And in fact, something that just happened a couple days ago is one of these far-right mouthpieces, I guess, uh, released some movie. And Elon Musk, the head of Twitter, is, is promoting it. 
and it's been viewed like 22 million times. And it's from what I hear, I haven't seen the movie. I don't plan on watching it. Uh, but it's a lot of just very direct propaganda against trans ideology against the, the trans community. Um, and we have companies now we have, uh, communities now that are counsel or canceling counseling canceling uh some pride events they are canceling hosting certain pride events they're they're backtracking whereas oh, you know for safety uh, reasons mm-hmm, wow. for safety okay. reasons and it, okay. like do you feel like they're so our town or city's pride event is next week and we're all planning to go together mm-hmm. do you feel like there should be a heightened sense of awareness of, you know, safety yes, issues. I, there always yeah. is for me when I go down Specifically there. Specifically this time. I mean, when yeah. I went just in October, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have any inclination that there would be any kind of oh, violence or I any kind of staying... backlash. But here we are just eight months later and a lot of people, like, I've, I've seen comments you know, from some of the far right anti LGBT individuals yeah. that are saying that like, you know, oh, we've got surprises in store for them and stuff. And I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned that there might be some kind of event that might take place in the country. I'm concerned. That might be violent. Absolutely. I think that I've been, I mean, I'm trying to think if this is just me or if this is the environment or the climate, but I like scan for snipers when I'm down there. Like really? I did that last time I did that the very first part I went to, mm-hmm. but just because of the nature of the event. I will say not I can't speak for what's happening now, but in the past, I have been really impressed with there was always a small group of like, you know, rabble rousers, like people mm-hmm. trying to cause trouble, and there's always a group of um allies standing in between them, not being violent, just standing in between them with their backs to them, forming a human shield. And I've always felt very comforted and safe there um, in the past. That's good. That's good. Despite scanning for snipers. Yeah. When I went, and and like I said, it was my first event, and uh, it was very inclusive. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people just kind of walking up saying hi, you know, petting my dog and and all of those kinds of things. And uh, there were people in some very outlandish costumes that were pretty cool. And I got my picture taken with them. And, you know, it was just a very wholesome event, really. Is Ollie going to wear his rainbow tie? Um, He doesn't have a rainbow tie. The little kerchief thing that's like rainbow Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll put that on him. Yes, for sure. I forgot about that already. so handsome. (laughs) I've slept since then. (laughs) Um, Make sure you iron it. I will. Okay. Oh, wait, I don't have an iron. Uh, I have one. I'll I'll let you guys do it. All right. So... Um, but you know, it felt like, I didn't feel like there was any immediate danger. It didn't feel like there was any kind of, like, I didn't see any protesters or anything. I didn't stay for, or I came after the parade had already ended. So I did not catch the parade. Um, so it was just the event on the square and just kind of walking around, going to did all the know you and then? stuff. No. No. Weird. Right Cause I we keep met. thinking like trying to remember Ollie there. I, I, Okay. I guess, like, I think that, especially with this pride, um, I carry a certain privilege of being, I am non-binary, but I I uh, present fully as female. 
and I am gay, but like, um, that's not necessarily the target right now. And so do I expect that, um, every trans person right now is going to feel safe and like comfortable or, uh, safe in their body to be at pride? No. And like, I support anybody's individual decision to like, respect their own boundaries and absolutely but i and i also feel scared if i'm being honest i don't know what to expect when we get there i feel emotional about it but i also feel like um like i need to be there right uh because there are people that can't and and that kind of goes with with like my position is i feel like if you are an ally then it's more important than ever to show up for these communities yeah, and for make, these people. it makes me emotional because it is so important. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of good news. The uh, One of the federal judges in Tennessee uh, ruled that the drag ban was unconstitutional. Oh, yes. So that was a little bit of good news that happened oh, last awesome. week. Yeah. Um, and the whole pushback on drag shows is is just bewildering to me. Um, I want to. I want. I kind of want to dress like, up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wear okay. a fake beard. No, not that <laughs> not that way. Like, no. uh, how are you going to dress up? Like, um... man, I wish we were a little more confident on our skates. I know. <laughs> We have some cute dresses for skates. I know. That would be so fun mm-hmm. to wear our skates. But I feel like we would be I falling. would hurt someone. I would hurt myself. I'm more worried about other people. <laughs> I would be... Oh, my... I would Maybe be like next the year. kid. I'd next be like year the goal. kid at the ro- rolling rink that's like I beta mean, at the wall. Oh, my gosh. Just like clinging to it. And that would be me. And people would be like, why did Except- you wear the fucking skate set? We also have a walker. <laughs> Maybe we should dress up like a Rocky Horror. Like what we're going to do on Saturday. We could just... That would be cool. I would just have to prep. Yeah, we need to figure that out. Yeah, we have a, a Rocky Horror drag show that yeah. we're going to attend. Is that the um, same day? Yes. So we could just... Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, that's... that makes sense. Busy Bam. day. Busy day I'm on excited. Saturday. We have to figure out a costume. And uh, I think I want to try to do a little bit of a person on the street interview type stuff for next week's episode. Okay. As maybe a follow-up. Yeah. Um, I think that we'll... I think that if we were dressed up, I'd be a lot more open to that if it was like more of like a we were acting. So, what kind of <laughs> advice would you give a neurodivergent individual who's struggling with their sexuality right now? Find a community that's safe. And a therapist. Find a therapist. Try to find like groups. Um, like here we have like Glow. Listen. Also is in online, schools. especially online if you have social anxiety. Yeah. I have a lot of clients who found pretty cool. It takes some searching, but like cool Discord groups, cool like um, on the um, this in the virtual world, like in their Oculus. I cannot. I don't know the terms, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like. Um, where they, people go have meetings where their avatars go and have like a group meeting together and things like that, that have been really cool. If you're willing to get in there and look at it. It's hard to answer that question because there's so many different like, uh, circumstances that 
create like bound like limits for people sure um, you know like limitations safety, safety transportation trans- money yeah. access so, to the internet family right. privacy and, right and so it feels difficult to like answer that question because it's such a big question it's like if it, it's so it's so individualized i think like um but community is is like probably the number one Find your people. Find your people. Even Find a person. Tribe. Even one person. Okay, what are we <laughs> here <laughs> for? What are we here for? <laughs> uh, I'm here for Pride and Rocky Horror Show at, at our house. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I'm having a moment. Oh, it's okay. Breathing. I am here for the, uh, of course, Pride all month. Um, I made a post. So the town that we grew up in. If we can get back into some some that uh, we grew up in, or you unfor- grew up in? that I grew up in, okay. uh, some unfortunate uh, turns of events. Uh, the day before Pride Month started, yeah. they, there's a group that I was invited to. That's kind of just like a what's going on in in my hometown kind of thing. Uh huh. And you know, I have this impulsive like need to kind of troll this group because yeah. a lot of the people from my hometown are very close-minded and everything and you're a rabble I'm, rouser i am a rabble rouser <clears throat> is it rabble yes it is, what is rabble. A rabble you rouse the rabble what is a, a rabble? group of people rabble yeah um <laughs> so i made a post the day before and it had a pride flag and i was said and all, all the post said was pride month starts tomorrow y'all and Got a surprising amount of support from people in Harrison, Arkansas, but got a lot of people that were very upset to the point where the post ended up getting taken down and the admin of the Facebook group messaged me and Mm -hmm. said, if you want to repost it, you can, but turn comments off because there have been death threats against you and that's why we removed it. Yeah. Uh, were they like <clears throat> were they trying to say like yeah they were cool like we're cool like yeah, we're the supportive admin, but the like admin this is not cool, safe that's cool but so many comments were getting reported I don't sure. know exactly what it means to administrate like a, a Facebook page like a group like that sure um, but yeah so many comments were getting reported that wow. she made the decision to take the, the thing down but she specifically mentioned that there were death threats wow and keep in mind all I said was Pride Month starts tomorrow y'all Y'all. That's it. And a lot of people just... Lost their shit. Going nuts. Here's the... But it got to the point where I I removed myself from that group just because I'm really struggling with that impulsive urge to troll people online and I'm trying to cut it out. Well, I think that... Knock it off. (laughs) A nod to my mom. (laughs) Um, I think that it's like one thing to... Troll online, right? When it's like uh, on Facebook Marketplace or or like or Reddit or something like that. But when it's close to home and there's potential to run into like something that feels very raw still or like mm-hmm. that hurts, and you kind of then that's when you got to go. Okay, I need to like, I need to probably t- step away. Yeah, I need some space. But as far as I know, there Which, aren't any yeah. pride events happening in Harrison, I Arkansas. I made the mistake of asking you. I said mistake. <laughs> <laughs> me, I made the mistake <laughs> of asking you to invite me to that group, mm-hmm. and I did. 
And it's it was it's disturbing. It is. It's it really really is. sad. It just made me just cringe everywhere. I haven't been on there since. Yeah, and I removed myself. And there was another group too, uh, from a town close by. Uh, that I removed myself from, uh, and I'm just like it's it's an everyday I feel struggle. Like you're cleaning house. I feel uh, like you're like mm, gonna clean that. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really trying. It's <clears throat> it's it's very hard, and I, I feel like that's something that we need to do an episode on soon. Maybe it's that's just like, impulsiveness. Impulsivity. That is like a representation of what neurodetergent is. It's like when you remove yourself from like one of those groups. That's like yeah. cleaning your brain a little. Giving bit. myself a little neurodetergent. Yeah, brain. hell yeah. Cleaning the brain up a little. I'm bit. here for the that. stubborn stain. That's, uh, um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of something that happened uh, last week in in relation to the topic of the episode, and uh, got a lot of lot of pushback. And I had posted it to the other group, which was the Branson, Missouri group, and it just never even got approved. They just never even approved it at all. And I some mean, of the posts in that group are just dumb. I think good for dumb you for posts. just pushing. I mean, fuck them. Yeah, it's cool that you did get positive support. It's nice yes. to know there are some. I mean, there were probably people who live there and who f- feel like they are constantly having to mask and like they're not tell their coworkers and neighbors that they're gay. And to see that in their town uh, Facebook page is probably like probably gave them a little bit of like fuck yeah. Maybe it know? made someone's day. Yeah, it probably did. I mean, it would have made my day if I didn't know that, like, <laughs> the rest of the story behind it. You didn't know me Yeah, already. but if I was just some random person that saw it, and then, like, then it wasn't there anymore, I'd be like, hell yeah, that's cool. All right, so we got anything else, or is this just going to be another short episode? <laughs> I mean, yeah, here's the thing. I, I, uh, when, when I'm in a state of transition, mm-hmm. my mental health goes into the shitter and I left my bidet at my house that I just moved out of. So anyway. Are you going to have to get another one? Yeah, I'm going to have to get another one. I, and so when things are very transitional and like it's very transitional right now, my mental health feels all over the place. So my emotions are like all over. And so I am totally fine if we want to just go ahead and. Oh, um, I do want to say one more thing. I'm here for sorry sure. I just thought of last night it was so fun watching ollie and oh gary and i know it's not i want to call her moira because i call her moira Morla, the I call, okay Morla, the ancient Morla. more i call her moira was in my head but yeah. i know it's the, them playing together last night was like I the cutest it. thing ever just running free in the yard my my youngest kid with dogs mm-hmm. oh, i mean yes. it's just it really is uh, a treat to just mm-hmm. like watch her interact with dogs she was in a dead sleep uh and when uh a friend came to pick up uh, some stuff uh she just like sprung up and was like there's a dog <laughs> mm-hmm. and was like until they left yeah Aww. um so yeah that like watching her interact with the dogs and the dogs interact well with like i said earlier dogs are great just, therapy oh for real the yeah. get a dog that would be my advice for well everybody. if you can well if you can <laughs> if you can or just watch videos if you can of dogs being really watch cute. videos of cute dogs i and do go all to pride. the time play with your friend's dogs yeah Offer to sit for them when they go out of town. Yeah. Okay. It's very rewarding. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it next week. Uh, we'll see you then. We'll have an update, follow up on yes. hopefully nothing crazy happened uh, during the event. Hopefully, and hopefully yeah. everyone is safe all month and beyond. Bye.